This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps you listen to is always appreciated. Hey guys, I have a really good interview for you guys. So I have Laura, who is, you, you run events, but I you brought up a topic that I was like, oh my God, this sounds really interesting about how to make it for introverts as well as extroverts. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I just, honestly, I keep rereading that part. I'm like, oh my God, I wish more people would make it easier for introverts to go to events because I would go to more, well, actually I'd go to a decent amount, but I'm always like, I'm going to go outside and hide for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm a business coach and I run events uh, less now during COVID times and now they're all online, but I run events to, you know, workshops and just days where people come and get excited and learn strategy for their business. And I attend events like that as well. And as an introvert, as somebody with ADHD, there's all these things where I'd go to events and I felt like out of place or people would do things. I'm like, oh, I'm really super awkward and uncomfortable. So when I started running my own own events, I wanted to make sure that I made people feel included, whether they're introverts or extroverts. So I started coming up with ways that I could support both or all kinds of people and so that they would feel comfortable and feel like they had a way to participate that felt good for them. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't even think about that because I've I've gone to so many. I like especially the 2019, I think I went to like six conferences that were like three days long. And then I weren't I cut I lost kind of how many events I was going. I felt like maybe I was like being psychic of like, I'm not gonna have a chance in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a good chunk of them were just there's so much stuff packed in, which I understand like you want to make sure everyone can get something they want out of there, but it's kind of like there was no space to really breathe. I, I couldn't even comprehend everything because my brain was just so full of stuff that I was like, I'm so glad I recorded some of them because I'm like, I don't even remember going to this session. They pack in a lot and some of them are so long, right? You start at seven in the morning, you go till six at night and it's, you know, some people may thrive in that kind of a situation, but others don't. So I have, first of all, my events never start till 10 and they're not uh, until late in the evening but it's making sure that there are just options. I'm always talking options, right? So you can do this or you can do this and you don't have to feel badly if you don't want to participate in anything. And when I say that, I mean it. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the things you've noticed has been really helpful for both sides? So kind of like, even I know some introverts were kind of like, man, it'd be really nice if I had like some place to sit to be comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, it's it's making sure that there are uh, no things that make people feel badly is the first thing. So so let me give you an example from events that I go to. It's pretty common now for there to be like dance breaks, like everybody get up and move. Right. And then you're supposed to like dance around and that get your horrifying. energy back up. That's horrifying. I would I would hide under a chair. <laughs> right. And I was like, I want to cry right now. I want to cry. And so, but there are some people who are super into it, right? And they're like, you know what I loved about that event? Dancing around the room. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like good for you. But it's not that I just needed to get out of my own way, right? That's the other thing. Like, um, don't worry about it. Nobody is judging you. I'm like, like, I don't want to do it. 
right? So it's not just that if I felt safe, I would do it. Like I don't even want to do it. And acknowledging that people have different desires and different things that are going to get them going and just being ready to help accommodate them. So what I did at one of my events is like, I, I, I got up and I said, look, we're going to do a dance break. We're going to do a dance break because one, I know people, some people really love them. But then we had three options for the dance break. Option one is like, you were into this, come up to the front of the room. I actually had somebody else lead them. I'm like, come dance your heart out, get up on the stage, like have fun. If your second option is like, come to the back of the room with me where we are going to awkwardly dance and look uncomfortable, but be happy we participated anyway. (laughs) Or option three is like, just like go for a walk or sit and don't worry about it. All of these are acceptable. Do what you want to do. So let people choose what it is that feels okay for them so that they don't have to feel like they're not fitting in or they have to be somebody they're not to fit in. Yeah, I've definitely had times where I've gone to certain events and like I really wish p- people who are really participating or who really wanted to be part of things would sit closer to the front. Leave those of us who don't want to do anything in the back so I can sneak out if I want to. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's part of it is is acknowledging when you're running events or... So first of all, when you're at events, I hope people feel like they can just be themselves. You don't have to be somebody you don't want to be. Um just to, to make other people happy. But what I think happens is people who are running events think that they are helping by trying to get people to do the things they like. And so it's just being aware that what I want, like, like I said, like, I don't want to go dance all like all out in the front of the room, but I acknowledge, and I see that some of you would love that. So I'm not going to say you have to do it my way. Like, let's have options for people. Yeah, like I had, I had, God, was, someone did like they, they, they had made it fun because every session, if you want to be a part of it, they started, they choreographed something. So each session, they would give you like two steps part of it. And then at the very end, they're like, put it all together. Okay, that was kind of fun and interesting. Like, but my thing was like, if you didn't want to do it, just like, okay, just, if you want to do it, stand up. Please don't hit your partner if they're sitting or anything else. But like, that's something you can participate, but also it's kind of, and got my competitive side up. I'm like, I'm going to learn all the steps because it's choreographed, but I didn't feel like I was pressured into it. Yeah. And and that's the other thing. So I have, you know, options. I really think we all, we all operate differently. That's how I operate in all things in my business. Right. So as a business coach, I don't have like a one set way that I work through everything with people because we're all so different. So we all need to acknowledge that we have different needs, ways of being and, and so on. So finding what works best for us is really big. So another way that I would do things at events is I would have what I called introvert or extrovert networking opportunities. But I learned after the first one that I should explain what those were because some people who think of themselves as extroverts would actually really prefer the quote unquote introvert option for that particular time. And some of the introverts were like, oh, that kind of sounds fun. Maybe I want to go do the quote unquote extrovert option. So while I sort of generally called them that really what I was giving was choice right so again an example would be I would do like for the quote-unquote extrovert activity it'd be like some kind of like skit go act out these things like get together figure out together you're going to present a skit but the um the other option was like I'm going to feed you questions right so you're going to all talk to each other you're going to interview each other with these set questions so then they didn't feel like the pressure of like am I asking 
the right questions? Is this what people want to know? Like it's just set, it feels safe, it feels comfortable. And just depending on what your mood is that day, either one might sound reasonable, but you had the choice to pick. Oh, see, that would be nice. Yeah. If someone told me like I did a f- speed friending thing and I liked it because each it was a was small group. Each group would move around person to person. Like they had like were like I think it was three people. One person would go left, the other person would go right, and one person stayed sitting. And that was great. And they're like, they're like, you're answering one question. This is the question. Take your turns together. And there's always be like a moderator, but kind of like there's because there's always one person who just doesn't shut up. <laughs> and there's always a moderation like, okay, you to answer your question. Let the other person say something now. Which yeah. would be really nice. I, I like that when if there's moderators or people who are keeping an eye on things that no one's dominating or someone seems uncomfortable that someone will go up to like just get them like where they need to go answer a question or there's been times when you just had someone who was just uncomfortable with another person and didn't know how to get out of the conversation yeah and that that's definitely something I'm like I wish more people would do and I think that part of that is just acknowledging how different people operate the amount of people who have come up to me after events where I've done these kind of breaking out you know, the different kinds of activities is astounding, right? People are like, thank you so much, because I always feel so awkward. So giving people um, safe places, people understanding the kinds of people you have, putting in boundary perimeters to whatever you're doing is helpful in all situations. You don't want anybody to take completely over. You don't want anybody to feel like they're not able to say anything by helping people have clear structure. Listen, I'm somebody who is not a really big fan of structure, right? I am like, I like to make up my own rules all the time, but I've really realized how boundaries and structure and giving people instructions that, you know, they can, you know, they don't have to follow it exactly necessarily, but giving people that information helps everybody feel like they can just be their best in these situations. So um, that's what I, I like to, to do and encourage people to do is to acknowledge we we need support and we don't all need the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other uh, good pointers for people who are thinking about doing their own events? Well, I think it's just asking yourself, like putting it out there when you're thinking, what do I want to achieve? Right. So for me, Some of them were networking. It's like that opportunity to get up on your feet and move around. It's the opportunity to meet more people or to tell people what you do or to practice some of the skills and to always just think, can I come up with more than one way to do this so that I can give people choice? People appreciate choice, but not too much choice, right? So you're not going to want to be like, so pick one of 10 things. You're just like, which of these two would you like to do it? And never feel like you actually have to do it. And then really don't take it personally, right? The, the law of two feet, the idea that if you're at a conference and if people are not happy with what's going on, you know, you're not really into the topic. So you can get up and leave if you don't like it. That's great in theory, but I've seen it where people say that. But then if people get up, like the speaker gets offended or they say like, oh, you don't find this interesting. Like you have to make it so that you're following through on the thing you're offering, right? So make it safe for people to get up and leave. Make it safe for people to do what they need, get what they need out of it and not have predetermined what that's going to be for people. Yeah, I like the idea of options because like, I know some places like they're like, well, this needs to be done and they're so set in their own ways that they're like, this is how I do it. It's like, but 
like, yeah, you want to teach what you have, but you also need to kind of expand it enough so people can take what they need from it. Luckily, I've yeah. never I've never been one where someone got upset, luckily, that someone left. It's partially because there was a lot of water around everywhere. I'm like, let people go to the bathroom without being shamed. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely seen it. I've seen it where they said, you can get up if, you know, if you're not happy. And then the person talking was not actually okay with it. So you just need to be like, it's okay. Like, I don't need to take offense. I've been at events where... I almost didn't go to any of the sessions and I spent most of the time, you know, chatting with people in the lobby. And that was what I wanted to get out of it that day. That doesn't mean that I, you know, didn't think that the event was any good. It doesn't mean anything other than that's what it ended up being that I wanted to do that day. And so just knowing that people need different things, knowing that giving people options and knowing that not everybody is trying to be that extrovert type of thing, right? Like I'm not wishing that I could be like that. I am just wishing that I could get a lot out of this event while still being me. Yeah. I, I actually did an event with a friend. Oh God, it's been, it's been a few years. Um, but the thing that we were definitely big on, is kind of like we wanted to have plenty of little spaces for people to sit and be able to talk, but also we made sure there was plenty of food everywhere. Like that was the one thing I, I hated going to places where they didn't even have an option to buy food. Like you couldn't even mm -hmm. go across the street to go to like a gas station and get a quick drink or if you wanted to grab just a quick snack. And so we, we made sure that we had plenty of food because that I feel like that's kind of a good congregating area for people to kind of start conversations. That's kind of been my hardest thing is that sometimes I don't even know how to like approach people to talk or it's just kind of everyone kind of closes and they're like, if it's, they go with a friend or two, they don't really like seem open enough to talk to other people. So at least for me, I feel like food is like a good spot where people kind of just, they pull out a little bit and they're, they're a little more open to like, we can just talk about the cheese spread. <laughs> totally. And I think the expectations we have of what's going to happen in a, at an event with like, there's other tips that I share with my clients in terms of networking and how to make it more comfortable because I've even heard things like people will say like, don't go with a friend because then you're going to just stay with that friend. What but, do you have anxiety? <laughs> right. Absolutely. But I've also realized that it's a lot easier for me to introduce somebody else to somebody. So let's say you and I went to an event and I'd be like, oh, there's Mark, I think you would really like Mark. It's a lot easier for me to interject to introduce you to him than for me to interject and be like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. So knowing like that I me helping you and then you maybe doing the same for me and introducing me to other people is an easier strategy than me thinking I have to cold, never met a person, just walk up to a group and try to introduce myself. It's not going to happen. Like it's just not going to happen. So I may as well find strategies that feel easier for me instead of trying to be like, I'm going to have to get over that. I have to get over it. What yeah. actually will work instead? Yeah, I, I actually, I was actually just thinking about that. Um, kind of, I call, I call them bypasses. So like the thing that kind of gets over the problem you have, like for, I know some people you have like the anxiety if you're like in a group and you're eating and you're done early, but you're too anxious to get up and ruin the conversation to go throw your thing away. Like mm -hmm. my bypass is kind of like, I'm like, that was like the mom bypass. You're like, I'll clean up for you. And so they don't feel anxious. Like that's literally something I always think of. I'm like, how can I bypass these things that, yes, my introversion is usually kind of a main thing that I have to 
deal with during the day, like not in a bad way. It's just how it is. And so other like one for me is always like if there's food anywhere, I'll be the first person to get up. Like I am you can't get away from me in food. Like that's one big thing. But if it comes to like being the first person to stand up and introduce yourself, not gonna happen. Like I don't I don't care if everyone else is ready to like cry because they're uncomfortable. I'm still not gonna help. Well, and to that point, knowing your strengths and things, right? So there if I volunteer at an event to be at the welcome table or to have any kind of job, I'm far more likely to feel comfortable interacting with more people than if I'm if I don't have a job. So knowing those kinds of things, right? So it's my job to help with this, then I'm going to do it. If it's not my job, I'm not going to do it. I am more comfortable getting up on a stage and speaking to 200 people than I am getting up in a room of 50 people and asking a question. Like know your strengths and try to follow them, right? So what's going to work for you instead of just, again, that thing, like, don't just be like, how am I going to change myself to be the thing I think I want to do? How do I use what I know already works to do more of that? And that's, I mean, I think that's true in all areas, but like, don't fight your own nature. And in time, you can start to challenge yourself to do things differently, but you don't just have to break through and change everything about you to do things the way you quote unquote think you should just use what works, use what you already know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was saying, I'm like, man, now you said that I'm like, man, I do a volunteer for a lot of things. That's kind of like my way of getting in. <laughs> and also, cause I'm yeah. such an, I'm an early bird. So I want to be there first, help things out. So I also get an idea of who's in charge. What's the, how the situation of the whole event is and everything else. But then I only do it for like the first, like, part of it for everyone coming in and then I people recognize me so I don't feel like I'm just kind of a random person like hi hi so now people know who you are and then you'd be like oh I didn't get to really chat with you when you came in but like tell me more about you so you have an easy in so you just again it's just making things easier for yourself understanding what feels comfortable for you and doing more of that yeah, because I just I wish more people would go out to do some of these events because if you have a passion for things, like even if it is like something to do with anime or you're going to a video game conference and everything else, like if you enjoy it, you should be able to go and be a part of the the crowd to do that stuff. And there, yeah, there are ways I know for I mean some of these bigger ones, I I'm still haven't quite done. And I mean like these huge ones, like Comic Con, you hear. I would love to go, but part of me is like, that's just way overwhelming and I feel like I would need someone there to like navigate with me just because it's just it's almost too much yeah so that's the bring a friend don't feel like uh it's a crutch feel like it's doing the right thing for you right it's it's really about setting the right expectations for yourself. And it's the same with, so you go to an event and you, I mean, when I first started going to networking events, I thought that my job was to try to talk to as many people and give out my business card and try to, you know, like it's like quantity over quality. And then I decided, no, no, you know what? Every time I go to an event, my goal, let's say it's a shorter event, not necessarily a conference, but uh, you know, my goal is to meet one person that I really would like to have coffee with or follow up with later. So it's not like this huge, like I have to have, you know, gone out there and talked to all these people and be really stressed out and feel awkward over and over. My goal is just to meet one person that, that is the kind of person I want to keep talking to. 
And at a conference, you might want to make it three people over a couple of days, but it's not just like more, more, more. It's, it's, it's the quality. It's the, like, I just want to meet somebody who I can sit and chat with for an hour and a half and be really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that. That's the, what they always tell you. And of course it's these old, old school books about it and everything else. Like my, my thing that I always, always thought about was I'm there to make a friend, not sell myself. And I don't, I don't mean like I'm not finding a bestie. Like I just, I want someone that's going to be more than acquaintance. So I guess that's kind of like a friend. Like you want to find someone you have something in common with something you could talk about more than just what you're there for. And that's kind of how you get people to, when you network, you're there to find connection. You have people will have you top of mind for something in particular. Like I have a bunch of friends who anyone they know is going to start about talking about podcasting. They're like, they send me my way. I, only, I can at least give them like a direction. I'm like, yeah, check out this podcast to listen to or check out this blog post or check out this book. Yeah. And that's the connection is the, the word for me, right? It's not just about meeting people. It's about making connections with people, having quiet conversations. I don't want to be in a group of 10 people then in a loud room because then, you know, I can't really hear everybody anymore. I can't pay attention. I'm, you know, I start being distracted by everything. Whereas one person to have just a really great quiet conversation means not only maybe they're not going to become a client, but maybe they're going to be able to introduce me to people later. Later on that day, maybe they'll do that thing I talked about earlier where they're like, hey, let me introduce you to Lara because I think she knows about this thing you told me about earlier, right? You have this deeper knowledge of each other and you can support one another instead of, again, feeling like you just have to talk to everybody and be that loud extroverted person you think people expect at these events yeah because I know other people are calling it's like I don't really want to talk to everybody the thing is you might already know some people you say hi real quick but the thing is there's also some people you know you don't want to talk to and in that mindset that's like well I still supposed to talk to them like I don't we don't have anything in common like we don't like hate each other it's just we don't we don't have anything in common we don't rub each other the right way and so there's no reason to force yourself into that interaction. If you don't, it's not going to do either of you any good. Yeah. I'm a big believer in pushing out of your comfort zone a bit, right? So if you stay in your comfort zone all the time, not a lot changes. So you want to kind of push out of your comfort zone and do things that feel a bit uncomfortable, but you don't want to get to that panic zone where all you want to do is shut down, leave, cry, go home go have a nap, whatever, right? And so remembering that where people hit where their comfort zone ends and where their panic zone starts is different for every person. So we don't want to have the same measure for everybody. Some people are comfortable with almost everything. They're they're not getting uncomfortable doing some of this stuff. What we want to do is just, you know, maybe talk to one person we felt a bit shy about talking to, introduce ourselves in a situation where we didn't feel comfortable, but not feel like we have to just like deplete ourselves trying to do all the things that scare us just because we went to this event. So we have to commit to it, like take, understand ourselves walking into the situation so that you can best get to where you want to be. And I think, you know, know what kind of people you want to meet ahead of time. When you know what your goals are, when you know who you're trying to connect with, when you can have conversations and even say, you know what, I'm really looking to connect with for me, you know, small business owners who are feeling overwhelmed, and they feel like they're not making as much money as they thought they would, and they just want to know what to do next, right? If you know, people who are talking about that kind of stuff, 
can you have, you know, can you introduce me to them? So you know who you want to talk to. And then you can just know that it's a little bit of uncomfortable, but you don't have to suddenly be this person. You're not just to fit in and to get the most out of an event. Yeah. Like you're not also turning into a, like a telemarketer salesperson, like, Oh God, what are those uh, late night commercials? They have on there yeah. like, I, I, no need to do that like I've, I've had someone that actually is like i need to be like more animated like but you're talking normal like this is just a conversation i don't you don't need to sell me your your product here like <laughs> networking literally means just talking yeah and you want people to know who you are right part of the what people say to me about working with me is that you know they felt heard they felt understood they felt like it was a safe place to have conversations like that's not the kind of thing that that I can pass on easily in a group of 20 people in a big room. Like I'm, that's happening because we're having smaller conversations. It's happening because people see how I interact one-on-one with people. So it's okay that it doesn't look the way, you know, people who maybe are public speakers do things. Like it's, it's okay to do things differently. And I guess that's, I mean, that's my overriding message here, right? Regardless of whether you're running the event or attending the event or all the things in your business or your life is it's okay to do it your way and just trust that there are ways for you to do things without having to be somebody you're not. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that was, I think that's just enough information for people to get out there. Cause I know a lot more people, once things open up, they want to start having events, but definitely mm-hmm. this is really good information. So when they do it, they don't overwhelm people if they want to have as many people as possible. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, do you want to give everyone information about yourself? We will also link everything of yours in the show notes as well as the blog post. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a business coach. And like I said, I, I like to support business owners who they've been doing this for a while, but it's not quite feeling the way they thought it was going to. It seems to be taking more time than they thought. They're not making quite as much money as they thought. They're not loving it as much as they thought they would. And I help them figure out what the right things are, like what get clarity on what they actually want and what steps are going to help them make more money and still have a life and still love what they do. And I do that with group coaching, one-on-one coaching. I have a free Facebook group. Um, So if you're going to link to all of that, I would love to invite anybody who wants to sort of experience a bit more of that and come hang out with me uh, to check out those links. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products, hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity. 